Welcome back to another episode of For the Boys, a podcast for the boys and by the boys. And in this week's episode, I was lucky enough to have a discussion with Taylor. He has his own TikTok account where he talks about male issues as well and uh, some comedy sketches about these issues. In this episode, we mainly discussed about male body image and issues that revolve in our society about male body images and the stigma we have around that topic and some of the things he's gone through, some of the lessons he's learned about it, and really the total effect we see everywhere in our society about. And with that out of the way, let's get straight into it. One issue that you faced is kind of body image in men, right? Yeah. So yeah, just tell me about that kind of like your story with it. Let's see. Like everything that I've like experienced with that. Whatever you feel comfortable sharing. For me, like I get comments about my body and stuff like that whenever I talk about body shaming on TikTok and it's not other guys really doing it. It's just people who are mad, uh, girls who are mad saying that like I'm taking their platform away from them or something like that. And I'm just trying to like, yo, like this happens to guys. A lot of those girls, um, when I made that duet about Charlie, they went onto my Instagram actually, and they were like making fun of like the way I looked, my jaw, my acne and stuff like that. So yeah, that's just, that's a recent experience I've had with um, body image and stuff like that. And in the video that you uh, made, what, what was the video about exactly? Basically, Charlie had made a 15 second like body positivity thing. And obviously she's not, she wasn't trying to like exclude men, but the the graphics that she showed was mainly like targeted towards women. Like it was only women in the pictures, like plus size women. And um, well, this is going to sound like I'm reaching for it, but just hear me out. Like the, the words were pink. Like, honestly, like you can't assign a gender to a color. I get that. But pink is a universal color that is widely associated with women like blue is like a universal color widely associated with men and then i i made a duet and i had only had 15 seconds to say like whatever i wanted to say and uh i didn't get the point across too clearly but that's why i made like five other videos um tagged in that duet saying that like i was explaining my whole point and people were still getting like super mad and stuff like that so yeah, I think I, I think I saw came across the video. It was um, basically, if I remember correctly, the video was uh, she posted the pictures of like, it was like body positivity in women and it just showed like a bunch of women, yeah, like, you know, it was their bodies. And then your duet was kind of, it was the same thing, but you just showed men in like illustrations. I didn't, I didn't show any illustrations. I just, I kind of just said, I said like three things. I said like, like body shaming is a guide to shoot too. And like people thought that I was saying like Gar- Charlie isn't acknowledging that. And like, I only have 15 seconds to talk about body shaming, which I could talk probably for hours about. And so I'm like, look, y'all are like, like crucifying me in the comments here. And I, like, I only had 15 seconds to explain my point and I did it. And I even admitted, I, I poorly explained it. I kind of uh, rabbit trailed in that 15 seconds, which is, I should not have done, but I kept the video up anyway, because my point still stands that it's a issue that, you know, men go through too. Another thing that was also really interesting is um, I've been posting about, you know, guys' body image way before that duet. And people were saying that uh, a lot of girls were saying that I only am talking about it now because I'm trying to take it away, you know, from women and stuff like that. And that's just not the case. Also, another, another example for the whole body shaming thing. I posted a video. Um, do you know who the creator only Jayus is? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She posted a video like saying like how guys can like, you know, just stand shirtless and get millions of views and stuff like that. And I like, I we're friends on TikTok. And so I asked if like, I could like do a little thing off of it. And she said, go ahead. Anyway, I did that. And uh, I just stood in the mirror with my shirt off and like, I am nowhere near ripped or skinny. So I didn't get any negative comments from the guys about, you know, my body. And I, I knew I wasn't. So that's why I felt fine posting that. But uh, 
yeah, just another experience. That was a good experience because a lot of people will say like, no, it's just guys who are doing that to other guys. And that's not the case. Yeah. Honestly, we just have to like realize it's, it is just a universal issue that everyone can be insecure about whatever. It is. That is something that everyone will go through at some point in their life. Yeah. No matter how you look, you, a lot of people feel insecure about their body. It's not necessarily a gender oriented issue. It's just an issue that everyone faces. Yeah. But it's just in each gender, different things about how they look, you know? Yeah, exactly. So like, what would you say are some of the biggest things that men would be insecure about? Well, a lot of times people tend to forget that there's a standard of beauty that is put onto men as well. And that standard is like, you got to have a lot of muscles, you got to be skinny, um, you have to, you know, wear certain clothes, you got to look a certain way, stuff like that. And like, for me, I don't really care. I mean, like, I'm not obese, but I'm overweight, but I'm, I don't know, I just kind of just vibe with that. And like, my girlfriend, I'm happy. I have a wonderful girlfriend, we're happy together. And I don't know, I just, that's like one thing, I guess that is a big thing like the way guys look that there's a standard of beauty that's often overlooked because i see a lot of the beauty industry they're they're kind of they're going like forward but only for women almost as in i see a lot of places they're kind of displaying uh women models but just in all like shapes and sizes right which is a good thing because that's it kind of pushes the boundary to show everyone can be beautiful but they're not really doing the same for men for men in places you look it's still more or less all the same body type all the same looks and it still gives this harmful image for young men or for just men in general to see that this is the only way that I would look correct almost. Yeah, that's a, I have an interesting statistic that I saw the other day. It was um, the average female model made 72 million or something like that in a year. And the average male model made 7 million. And I don't know if that's average. I think that might be like, I'm, I'm not talking about like, you know, like just normal like t-shirt models, like, like actual like, like runway models. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like, you know, people who get brands and sponsorships from like, you know, like women who get sponsorships from like Victoria's Secret, Vogue, all these crazy places. Yeah, those women are making hella cash and banking and guys aren't. And I'm, you know, that's not something that's like sexist, obviously. It's just like, that's just the, like being like ignored again. Like we're not yeah. moving forward. Have you ever felt less of a man for the way you look? Yeah, in the past, definitely. I'm 19 now. I turned 20 in four days. So I've come a long way. You know, high school, that's probably like when I felt that. Uh, I had a basketball coach that said some not very nice things to me uh, about my body. But yeah, I definitely have. Honestly, like if I'm being real, I would, I probably wouldn't change that because like if I had, if I could go back and change like what he said, I, I probably wouldn't though. Just because I don't know, I'm, I feel like that helped me like, I guess get tougher, get like thicker skin because today, like <laughs> if you have thick skin, like that's a, that's pretty rare trait. But yeah, I, I have, I have felt like less lesser i don't know about less of a man but lesser uh less than that's probably the right way to put it and how did you how do you think you kind of overcame that by not giving a crap about what other people say that just it's just like a switch that kind of hit me and it hit me probably last year like i don't know maybe a week into my freshman year of college that i i don't give a crap about what other people say about me because like they don't know me they don't know like who i am what i stand for all this other stuff and that goes with anything like my content now like i get at least like 10 dms a day on instagram saying like oh how could you post this on tiktok like or like sending like hate i've gotten a couple of death threats recently just stuff like that. And honestly, you're not going to do anything. You're just a little keyboard warrior. And if you have that much time on your hands to type those things and to take time out of your day to do that, you're not going anywhere. So why do I care about you? That's just kind of my way. And honestly, if you're not quite there yet and like you're a younger person listening to this, and if you're dealing with like body 
positivity issues. I'm sure you have at least one or two friends that you can talk to about it. And um, that's what I did when I was in high school. I talked to my friends, like my one or two really good friends that I know, like wouldn't, you know, talk behind my back or anything like that. Yeah, that's how I dealt with it. So I know you, you use your platform to talk about male body image uh, in general. Have you ever seen other places that really talk about it or other sort of awarenesses for that topic? Like on like other creators or other platforms? In general, either whether it be on TikTok, uh, billboards, um, TV ads, anywhere really. No, I, I really don't see it anywhere but TikTok and, and maybe some quick hot takes on YouTube from some like political commentators and stuff like that. But I think this is really starting on TikTok because, you know, I really don't see it anywhere on billboards or anything like that talking about, you know, being body positive for men. And when I say body positive and, and being healthy, those are two different things, right? Like you can be, you know, if I'm, you know, I can be confident in the way my body is, but still like acknowledge that like, yeah, you know, it's probably not the healthiest for me to eat like Chick-fil-A three or four times a week instead of, you know, eating like healthy, like, you know, eating like this non-fried food, non like, like food that doesn't have a lot of high fat in it. But I think it's definitely on TikTok is where this is starting because I, I see a couple of creators that are, have gotten big like myself from posting content about the guys. Um, there's a couple of Roma army. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're friends. We're actually going to do a skit together talking about like, uh, issues that guys go through and stuff like that. So her, there's a, a guy named plug hole, Joel, I think we don't follow. I follow him. He doesn't follow me, but he has pretty much the same amount of followers. That I do. He, we basically create the exact same content, but yeah, I do think there is like a, a guy, kind of like a little mini movement that's starting on TikTok where it's like, Hey, like guys go through issues too. I think it's just, that's where it's starting on TikTok. Yeah, to start and then slowly like blossom. Hopefully, yeah. Everyone has to start somewhere, you know, everywhere, every sort of thing has to start and hopefully this really will uh, take off from yeah. it. I think it will if, if I, you know, keep talking about it, it can't be ignored, so. Mm -hmm. And the more people start talking about it, the bigger it gets. Yeah. And I don't know if you like really remember this, but do you remember the first time that you ever felt insecure about like your body or were made fun of about it? I mean, I still feel a little insecure, like if I, you know, go to the pool and take my shirt off, but no, that's just like a, I don't know. I think regardless, like even I'm, I'm sure people like, it's very rare. You see someone who is a hundred percent completely confident in their body and looks. Right. So even I'm like my, one of my friends who's like, he's like shredded, like he's still like a little subconscious, like, bro, you look great. Like take your shirt off. He's like, mm. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'd do it in his heartbeat if I had your body, but yeah. So like. I think I still deal with that all the time, but it's just how you deal with it is what matters. Mm -hmm. And so like with the time you've kind of learned it almost, it, like you said, it just doesn't matter what others think. Yeah. That's pretty much like my end thought is like, eh, oh, like I'm going to take my shirt off, whatever. So yeah, just stuff like that. Do you like also find that in guys, there's also like a lot, of, I know there's also all the jokes like about the, the height and then also about like, you know, just what do you, have you ever experienced like the height kind of jokes or anything like that? The height jokes, I know, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna use uh, my roommate as an example for that. I'm 6'4", so I am, I have the privilege of being tall and not being like, you know, joked about for being shorter. My roommate's like five, I don't know, 5'10", five, 5'9 five, and a half maybe. He's not like short by any means, uh, but he was dating this one girl last year. And um, 
Like she would always like, cause that girl and I lived across the hall from each other in our dorm. She would always tell me like, oh my gosh, why is he so short? Like, I wish I could wear these heels. Why? I wish I could wear these heels. And I'm just like, wow, that's like, I never confronted her on it. Cause like we were, I just didn't want to like get her like all, she was easily triggered. And so I was just, I didn't want to deal with that. So, uh, but yeah, she always would like make comments about his height. I'm like, it's a little shallow there, but, um, yeah, that's just one example I know I can think of right off the top of my head. And uh, yeah, I get actually get comments from some people like saying that like I'm too tall. I'm just like, eh, well, whatever. Um, and the, there's also like the whole like stigma that like girls, like you, all you have to do is say like you're t- like 6'4 and they're like, oh my gosh, like I got my first girlfriend like like less than eight months ago. I, that's the I don't know, false stigma. It helps, but <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, there's like, there's a whole stigma, like you were saying that how it's only acceptable, really, that the guy has to be taller than the girl when, you know, there's obviously females who are, I don't know, six, seven, and then males that are like, five, three, and they could still date each other, you know, if they have feelings for each other. Yeah, at the end of the day, like, when you're dating someone, you're not dating them solely for the purpose of their looks. If you are doing that, you're just gonna might as well just have like a couple one night stands with them and just go on to the next person. But when you date someone, you're dating them for, you know, who they are. So I don't know, for me, height doesn't really matter when I'm looking for a partner. But right. And it's something though that does sadly, you know, harm a lot of people, especially males that are under I think like five eight is I, th- I think it's either five eight or five nine is the average height yeah for me I know it differs places to places but I think in the U.S. it's like five nine or something like that I don't know it's like people that are under they just feel you know almost like we were saying earlier about uh, other body issues it's like they almost feel invisible because it's just not talked about it's just almost joke it's just the opposite it's joked about you know their uh their height yeah so like a thing that I think we need to talk about when we're talking about like height and shaming and stuff like that, especially for body shaming, like it's at the end of the day, it's a preference for females to like taller guys. And there is actually some biology for that. Um, females are inherently weaker, like physically when it comes to like the average male. That's not sexist. That's just facts. And so like biologically, it's more attractive for or it's, it's like they'll search for a mate that will protect them. And that the height plays a difference in that. That's why they're attracted to muscular guys or bigger guys, I guess is how you'd say that. Because there's a sense of security there. And same same for guys who are attracted to like skinnier women. It's the the narrow waist, wide hips is like a fertility thing. And, you know, childbearing would be is easier. And at the end of the day, like if we're going to, we can have those preferences as long as we don't shame each other for it. And so what's going on right now is is women are shaming men all the time for not being tall enough you know, talking, saying all these nasty things about shorter guys, like behind their backs when no one thinks they're listening. And as soon as a guy makes a a remark about, you know, a girl's weight, it's just, he is going to go through the ringer. (laughs) Yeah, I deal with that a lot also, because I point those things out. I'm not afraid to call them out on TikTok. And, you know, if a girl, if I see a TikTok where a girl is saying, like, if you're like under six foot, like, go away, I don't want you or whatever. But if you're over six foot, you can stay. I'll like, do the same thing. But with like weight, I'll say like, all right, if you're under like 130, you can stay if you're over, go for a run or something like that. And that's just to show that's not like me actually saying that it just shows like that insane double standard that is, you know, out there today. Yeah, it is a huge double like he said, it is a huge double standard of how one is perceived as okay and the other isn't when both should be okay. You know, 
both are just biological factors, you know, that you just, that's who you are. You, and I, I like how you said it earlier where, yeah, you can have preferences towards who you like, but you shouldn't be shaming others for being that way. If it's not your preference, sure. Who they are. It's yeah. not your preference. Okay. Whatever. Next person, you know, also the whole idea of really having like dick preferences that like, oh, this person doesn't fit this one small aspect, but everything else is correct. Well, it doesn't matter. They're out, you know, like that's just, yeah, no one's like going to have that perfect like ideal thing and even if you find someone who does like chances are like they're not going to be attracted to you okay so one thing i want to say about the videos that i post like um, calling out like the height shaming and stuff like that i intentionally make it provocative uh with the whole like pretty much saying is like in the harshest way i can like kind of going like the whole tit for tat with what they're saying with the whole weight thing and height thing you can see how infuriating it makes you feel when you're comparing like and judging someone based on how they look Obviously, I'm doing it as a way to call people out and people aren't realizing that, especially women. They're like, how could you say like such horrible things? How could you be body shaming this person? I'm like, well, if you would just take a, a brain cell and use it for a second, you'll see that what they did is equally as bad. And I'm pointing that out. It's, it's the shock factor that I, people are, you know, need to see. Yeah, it really is a huge double standard on how one is like one you're allowed to joke about, but the other one you're not even though both you shouldn't be allowed to joke about because like we were saying, both is just how you look. And most of the things about you, you can't really change. Like, Oh, that's, that's what it was. That's what I wanted to talk about. Like what you can and can't change. So, and guys and girls, obviously you can't change height. Uh, that's something that's genetic. You cannot change it. Um, it's just basically potluck, right? Some people are going to be tall. Some people are going to be short. Um, for weight, I, you can change it. I know people always like to bring up, oh, well, there are people who genetically can't do this, can't do that, slower metabolism, faster metabolism, all this other stuff. But you can, you can like change your weight. And I would say like probably there's a very vast, vast, vast uh, or vastly small amount of people who can't. Um, and that's something that's brought up like half the people can't control their weight. No, people who you know are bigger um, can, including me, I can, I just choose not to. And like the thing that they, people like to see is like, oh, well, you're just fat phobic and, and all this other stuff. I'm like, no, you can control your weight. You're just, you know, choosing to live like that. And it's not healthy at the end of the day. Like, I'm sorry, like being body positive isn't going to, you know, unclog your arteries or isn't going to prevent heart failure at an early age and stuff like that. So that's something that I always like to bring up when someone says, well, people can't control what they eat, you know, eating disorders and all this stuff like that. Just very small amount of uh, the population that actually has that. And it's way, way overused. And uh, in terms of like being like what you can and can't control in terms of weight. Yeah. And I do still think though, like the important part is just kind of seeing how someone is and just accepting that as how they are not really just, you know, like, like we we're saying, just like shaming them for that. That's, you know, if that's how they were born, or if that's how they choose to be, that's really not anyone else's concern except for them. And like, if they if you want to be like that, sure. And it's not something really you should be going like people should be going and be like, Oh, you are like this or Oh, you're under this height or Oh, you're over this way or Oh, you I don't know, have a longer nose or you know, all these things like there's no point pointing it out and shaming someone else for it when everyone has insecurities, everyone has imperfections, you know, what we have to really do just collectively is just kind of accept that everyone has imperfections and really just be okay with it. You know, like, no matter what the imperfection is, everyone has it, you know, it's so why shame others for something that you also have? Yeah, that's true. But at a, at a point, like, in terms of weight, it comes to like, 
if you're like, you know, morbidly obese, you're going to go to a doctor. They're not going to tell you like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's your body. You can do like, you know, just keep eating. They're not going to tell you that, though. They're going to say like, hey, like you're in serious like health. You need to get this under control. I'm like, yeah, they can still accept you for that. But and at the end of the day, it is your choice whether or not you want to eat yourself to death or not. But I do think like like because there are always going to be people who care about other people in the world. And like people like don't want to see people eat themselves to death because that's it's it's a real thing that happens and it's sad. But that's just another thing. Like you can, you can ex- be accepting and and like constructively critical at the same time. But there's a balance that you have to find with that. Yeah, obviously, then there there is obviously a point where it does get unhealthy if being over a certain weight and under a certain weight, you know, there's it does become genuinely unhealthy, but also like how there are conditions of people that are literally too tall and it's like hard on their back or people that are too short and that also you know like there are actual like medical conditions you know which uh that that is a there is a portion of the population that do have to deal with those medical conditions of whether it be too underweight or too overweight or too short or too but those are genuine medical conditions that a doctor will try to help you as much as possible right uh and even though those people may have medical conditions why shame them for it you know like why should we sure obviously we want to help them right help them as much as possible but as like everyone together, we shouldn't just be like, oh, you look this way. So I'm now going to stop talking to you or I'm now going to stop. Oh, yeah, no, that's never okay. I'm going to start bullying you because of it. But on the other hand, like you should be like, you are this person and I know I'm your friend and I'm here for you. And I don't want to tell you like, I want to help you. I I want you to eat more. I want you to eat less. You know, I want to be able to get you the right things that'll fit you the right things that will make you feel better. Like, yeah, that's the balance balance. that people need to find. Yeah, there's a difference between body shaming and then just kind of trying to really help a friend. Yeah, no, body shaming is, you know, it has a whole negative condescending tone towards it. When if you're really trying to help a friend, you're not gonna be negative towards them at all. Yeah, you're just gonna you're not negative. You're just trying to positively like help their life. And obviously, then if they say, you know, I hear where you're coming from, but I just I don't want to do anything about it. You're like, okay, I get it. And then you just kind of leave it almost. And obviously, as a friend, you, you try your best, but you have to make sure really to not just bring it up because then at a certain point, then it also does become body shaming, right? If they keep telling you like, no, I'm okay, but you keep trying to bring your beliefs onto them, at some point, it does become body shaming. So yeah, there's, there is really a balance though. Everyone has to find because everyone is different, you know, right? The balance will be somewhere else or every other person. It's a complicated topic. <laughs> it is. It's a very, that's a very touchy topic. That's why when I did the duo with Charlie and people were grilling me in the comments, I'm like, bro, I only had 15 seconds to talk about that. We've been talking about that for like the past, like, 20 minutes now so like you can have super long discussions about that yeah it, and there is no right answer really there i mean well, there, there is, is a right answer right. don't don't shame that, that people is the, for their yeah, bodies that's the right answer but i mean like there is no right answer as to like kind of the the balance i mean <laughs> balance there's no right answer but the, yeah uh, the balance is the balance is d- different for every person exactly the right answer though is as you're saying just don't shame anyone just uh, yeah just don't shame someone yeah, like I was saying this in an earlier episode, how my judgment on someone, I don't care who you are, I don't care how you look, I don't care what you do, like, I don't care anything of that. It's how you act and what you do that I care about. You always start on the same line for me. And then you do something like you're mean to me, or you're mean to the friend of mine, you go lower. Uh, you're I see you're just genuinely a kind person, or I am having fun with you, you go higher. And that's how I at least judge everyone. And, you know, I find that the fairest way. Yeah, yeah, character is definitely the best way to judge people on. Yeah. And like, also, especially I see a lot of people like online, they're going, let's say um, they're, they're canceling someone, right? They'll now all of a sudden think it's okay to start making fun of their body. Yeah, I've seen Oh, just because they're getting canceled. Yeah, no, you don't, you don't fight fire with fire. 
Exactly. If someone did something bad, bring up the bad thing they did. Don't start bringing up all the other things they did because then they're just going to, they might not even realize they did something bad and then they're just going to get more hatred and then just continue doing whatever the bad thing they did were. Yeah. One thing about cancel culture that I do want to, I'm glad you brought it up because I actually do want to talk about that is today, you know, creators are being held at these impossible standards and they're being held accountable for things that they've said years and years and years ago, or maybe recently, um, but people can change. And obviously, you know, your words, you have consequences for your actions. But if, if let's say, this is like a really like, like recent topic, like there are a lot of people getting exposed for saying the N word like years ago, or, you know, black facing years ago, like people change. And when they did that, they probably weren't as mature as they are now. And they probably wouldn't do those things again. And people are forgetting that like they are human too. And yeah, they make mistakes. If we held the microscope up to like whoever's canceling that person closest it is to the person who's being canceled, like they're going to melt too. They're going to, I'm sure we could find something about everyone uh, that we could cancel, whether you're a big creator or not. Because at the end of the day, no one's perfect. It's just something I want to bring up. Like cancel culture is very. Yeah. For sure. It's very toxic. It's not very toxic and very like it can be used for good things. Like, yeah, like let's cancel like, you know, bad people like pedophiles, like cancel them. Like, you know, like actual racists, not just like like one or two instances of like someone like being immature and like saying the N word for like one time or, and, or something like that. Like just cancel actual racist people who think that one race is better than the other. Cancel them very bad people just it's being it can be used for good but right now every little thing is just oh i got canceled in july and that was not fun or uh yeah july 4th actually jesus christ i got so much hate that was not fun now if it happened again i have a totally different mindset it's not going to affect me as much as it did like i said i just don't it got to a point where okay do i really care about that no so now if i get canceled again for standing up for the guys or for making a, a joke in dark humor. Like, I don't really care. You can get mad all you want. Why do I care if you're getting mad? Like I, it's a joke. If you can't, you know, get that, get over it. Yeah. I've seen people that they do start canceling just like whoever they want to. And then to bring it back to like the body shaming, they're like, Oh yeah. And how dare, like, how could he even say this when he is under five, five or, Oh, how could they even say this when they're over X amount of pounds or, you know, like, look at you, what, what do you think you could write? Like, and then like, if you're going to cancel someone, at least cancel them for the thing they did. Don't try to bring up things are completely irrelevant. It just makes more hate in a world filled with hate. Like why cause more? Yes. Apparently it's okay to say whatever you want when you're canceling. So yeah, there's a, there's a huge double standard with uh, a lot of things. And hopefully that can become more talked about and really just shown how double standards aren't fair and aren't good. And they just cause more harm. Yeah, they're definitely there. Someone said, it's the racism for me. This is the trans comment. I think she's the guy. She's like the sparkles emoji trans. I don't get like half these comments. Like Half these comments don't even seem like they're meant to be like almost hurtful, you know? Right? Like It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because they're supposed to support those things, yet they're using them as insults. Yeah, I, I find a lot of people, they, they like to hide behind saying that they're causing good, but then they just spread hate to other people. When, in my opinion, at least when you're doing that, it means you are already just like you have hate inside of you. And then you're just trying to misdirect it to what is quote unquote allowed to hate. Yeah, redirect it to someone else. When 
if you already have this hate inside of you, that means there's something up in your life and you should really be paying attention to what that is because why just, as I've said before, just like keep spreading the hate onto more people. Why not just kind of, even if someone does do something wrong, let them learn from it, teach them why it's wrong. Like let's have a, a place where we can all learn from each other to understand what is wrong so that we can yeah. come and just become a str- like stronger and altogether just more positive. Unified, yeah. It's kind of like when, when someone's getting canceled, like every single moral thing, every single like standard is just thrown out the window. And you can say, do whatever you want as long as it's in the name of canceling someone, which is extremely messed up. Especially when we start canceling people for, sometimes even I, I heard there's, um, what's his name? Willy Wonka on TikTok. In the video, they said, I have a feeling he's a pedophile when they had no they had no proof and then they literally admitted like no he's not but he got canceled on because of that when he is just a great person he's done nothing wrong all he's done is honestly just spread love and tiktok and then he's gotten hate for it yeah i saw that video oh that's what it was pedophile yeah yeah he's not yeah people are giving him a lot of hate for that yeah i think i i think i made a video about that or at least i have it saved and i was going to one comment i do want to address because this is actually a pretty big issue that i talk about it's something I like. I clarify a lot. This this comment says it's the thinking women don't have it worse than men for me in terms of like issues and, and societal issues and stuff like that and how they're treated in society. I don't know much about Canada, but I'm going to say this for America. Um, in America, both men and women have equal opportunity. It does not mean you're going to have equal outcomes. Um, both men and women are treated uh, or their issues. They have the same but different issues. They have the same amount. I feel like. Um, we go through different things, but we pretty much have an equal amount. An issue that women are seeing right now is obviously, you know, rape and sexual assault and uh, objectifying comments and stuff like that. That's a pretty big issue, catcalling and other things like that. That's a pretty big issue that women are facing right now. An issue that guys are facing that no one is talking about, four times more likely to commit suicide, prostate cancer. No one knows the severity of prostate cancer, but there's a whole breast cancer awareness month. And um, the, I looked at the, I looked both of them up actually last night. Prostate cancer affects, I think, 190,000 people in the U.S. And uh, breast cancer affects uh, around 200,000 people uh, in the U.S. So pretty much exactly the same um, severity in terms of uh, numbers, but one has a whole month and one is barely talked about. No one knows the severity of prostate cancer. If you say prostate cancer to someone, they're going to be like, what do you say? If you walk up to someone and say breast cancer, I'm like, oh yeah, breast cancer awareness. Like absolutely no one's talking about that. And uh, you know, those things are always, always overlooked when someone says, when we're talking about the issues that men and women face in society. And I, obviously I think that men and women are equal in terms of like, you know, ability. I do think that guys have some privilege when it comes to like societal privilege, uh, but women also have societal privilege, like, you know, being believed for one of them. Uh, women can be around children without being thought of as a pedophile. That's why you don't see elementary school teachers that are men. They're always women, stuff like that. Like, you know, a guy can't come out. If a guy and a girl have the exact same, let's say both are sexually assaulted, right? They have the exact same evidence, the exact same case in like a hypothetical world. Uh, if a girl comes out and she uh, has her evidence, sorry, I just hit my mic. She has an evidence. She has, she shows her evidence and then people are going to rally around her, support her. Um, she's going to get called brave. You know, people, there might be a couple of like catty people that make other girls and I make fun of her because I know that also happens, but mostly she's going to get called brave. People are going to believe her. She has a whole movement based around her, believe all women and every accusation should be like believed, uh, which is dangerous. The guy comes out, people are going to say, oh, he actually liked it. Like, um, what are you talking about, bro? Guys are going to make fun of him for being weak and coming out saying he should have liked it. And girls are going to like 
I know some women hate men so much where they're probably going to high five the girl who sexually assaulted him. That's like people say that on TikTok and it's ridiculous. It's disgusting. That's just a privilege. Also, like you are believed if you are a woman, pretty much regardless. You have the power to end a man's career. Guys really can't say much about that. Yeah, there's, I think like you were saying uh, in the beginning, like how both women and men have issues. The only difference, at least right now, from what I've seen, is that women's issues are more talked about and men's issues aren't. They have the platform. Exactly, right? They have the microphone right now. And if they're equal, they should be equally talked about. Yes. And then, as you were saying, they have, they just have different issues. It, neither are more important. Both are just as important because they're just different issues. And I actually uh, was lucky enough to have a conversation with a male sexual assault vic- victim, right? And he was telling me how he, when he came out, like when he told like his, uh, some of his close, like some of his closer friends, they didn't believe him. And then there were those things, like you said, uh, when we shouldn't be really kind of having that double standard of we believe one and not believe the other. If someone says this person sexually abused me and, you know, they have proof, you know, it's kind of something that it's between two people, right? It's not something between the whole world. As in, none of us were there. We don't know the whole story. They do know the story. Anyways, basically, uh, both do suffer issues. They're just different issues. And uh, both are just as important. And talking about men's issues doesn't mean you don't advocate for women's issues as well. That's what I feel like there's a huge misconception about that, where I still care about women's issues. It's just the only thing is I haven't personally dealt that, like personally gone through with it. And because of that, I just don't feel like I have the experiences to really talk about it. You know, I, I don't think it'd be fair for me as a man to talk about women's issues because I haven't been like, I haven't gone through it. Whereas I have gone through men's issues. So I, I do want to talk about those because they are just as important, but it doesn't mean I don't think women's issues are important. They're just as important. They still exist. And they're just as bad as men's issues. And I get comments all the time, like every single day on my TikTok saying, why don't you talk about women's issues? All you do is talk about men's issues. And I, I always comment back and I say, I have made videos about women's issues in the past. Either A, they've not done as well, or B, I've gotten hate saying, you're not a woman. You don't know what I've gone through and you shouldn't be talking about it. So if women don't want me to talk about their issues, I'm not going to do it. A, I don't get views for it. It's not helping me grow. While it is, you know, important to talk about, if I'm not, if I don't have a platform to talk about it, I'm not. I'm going to talk about guys' issues because I have the platform for that, and that's something that I can go through, and that's something that I experience, and I can help change. And there's already plenty of creators that talk about women's issues. There's vastly more creators that talk about it. Like you said, they have the microphone right now. They get to speak their mind on pretty much anything. Yeah, and I think we just need more places that really just acknowledge both issues and start really bringing up how both are messed up. You know, everyone has problems. No one is like almost... No one's favored because of their problem. Everyone just has different problems. So that was my discussion with Taylor. I hope you enjoyed it and maybe learned a thing or two. If there's anything you want to talk about, just DM me on Twitter or Instagram at ForTheBoys underscore pod. Maybe you agree with something? Disagree. Both are totally valid. If you ever need someone to talk to, my DMs are always open no matter what. And I also like to talk with people on Zoom just so we can really talk it through and see what the problem is. And hopefully that way, we'll all realize we all have very similar problems and we're not alone in this. We're all together. Don't forget to follow me there as well for updates about the show. And if you enjoyed today's episode, a follow or a share would be greatly appreciated. It really helps me out. Anyways, this is Aiden, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.